Welcome back, listener. I want to continue my previous story about Howard Jacobs. He gave me a very special ability, and I wanted to know why. That night I tried to sleep. I couldn't. Basically because I didn't understand why me. Also, a hamster that I had a few years ago that went on a pissed off biting rampage and died in his cage had returned as a tiny little glowing green asshole that was never going to allow me peace again since I had done him wrong in life. I felt like Ebenezer Scrooge and his revelation he had after opening his window and seeing all the dead souls wandering the earth. No sleep and about 17 hours later, I returned to the place where I officially came in contact with my first specter, the rotting ghost of Mr. Jacobs. It started off again with the sound of footsteps followed by the wind and a whispering voice, the exact same three words, and then once again, silence. But this time, I called him by name as soon as he appeared. With his bulging eyeball and very sad look, Howard Jacobs, we need to have a chat, I stated. And all of a sudden, the frown he was wearing turned upside down. And he hesitated for a second and asked, You know my name? I replied, Yes, I know your name. And we need to speak of the gift you gave me last night. He looked puzzled. What gift, he replied. I answered, The gift to see and sense all things dead. Still puzzled, he replied. I gave you no gift last night. I was incredibly confused. What happened to me last night? I looked down at his tombstone, trying to remember every detail of what happened the night before. I noticed the inscription on his tombstone. Howard Jacobs, 1813-1863, beloved father. He passed in the night, poisoned by a thief. I looked up at the ghost. You were poisoned by a thief? He moaned loudly. I was not dead when I was placed in this grave. I was shocked by what he revealed to me next. He spoke of a nephew that was worried about how much money he was to receive when he passed, and his daughter who began to wonder and worry as well. He was the founder of a very well-to-do mining company and was set for life. He wrote a last will and testament that would have given money divided evenly to all of his relatives. The nephew and the daughter believed their shares unworthy and lacking in amount, and they began the slow process of poisoning. <laughs> they got him to the point to where he was becoming incredibly delirious and could barely talk or walk, and then wrote up a new last will and testament and had him sign it. He believed to be signing papers for his burial or for some miracle tonic the doctor was going to give him that would finally cure him. This new last will and testament gave them full access to everything he owned. Everything. It gave nothing to his other relatives. The poisoning continued until finally their greed and lust for the money took over and they became far too impatient. On the night of April 1st, 1863, they walked into his bedroom, told him to take some liquid that was at the end of a spoon, and then darkness. He stated it was a very thick darkness, and when his eyes finally adjusted to it, 
he noticed he was in a box of some sort. He had just enough air to move his hands up to the lid, scream for help, drag his fingernails across it, tearing the flesh while leaving scratch marks filled with blood. One last breath was taken, and he was gone. He did let me in on a funny little secret, though. He realized that his daughter and nephew were trying to deceive him. And that very same night, the night everything went dark, he drafted a new copy of the old Last Will and Testament and placed it in his hidden compartment he had made in the wall of his room above his bed, but was unable to tell anyone about it. <laughs> I listened to Mr. Jacob's story and realized he hadn't given me the power to see and sense ghosts. And that right now, why I had this power at all wouldn't be answered. But I realized how I could help this poor soul finally get the rest he deserved. That same day, I went to the house he had lived in, which he gave me the location of, and in the wall was the original will and testament he had written up. I gave it to local authorities, and though the daughter was long gone, everyone finally knew the truth. Six months later, they exhumed the coffin, and just like the ghost of Mr. Jacob stated, we found the scratch marks on the lid. I went back that night and said a fond farewell to his ghost, laying a single black rose upon his grave and two quarters for him to pay the ferryman on his journey home. <laughs> you know what your boy Gerg says at a time like this? Never give up hopes as you search for something meaningful and when life hands you what you see as a burden, you look your life right in the face and say, what the hell, I've got this. Until next time, remember to respect the dead so that one day, respect will hopefully be given to you as well. <laughs>